Trump's Trials from NPR. I'm Scott Detrow. This is a persecution. He actually just stormed out of the courtroom. Innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. We are here with an episode because there's some breaking news in one of former President Trump's cases. You're about to hear a story that just aired on NPR today, and then we'll be back to talk more about it in our usual episode on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Amgen, a biotechnology pioneer leading the fight against the world's toughest diseases such as cancer, heart disease, asthma, and osteoporosis. In a new era of human health, Amgen continues to accelerate the pace of change, operating sustainably and drawing upon deep knowledge of science to push beyond what's known today. With each decade, they reliably deliver powerful new therapies to patients. Learn more at Amgen.com. You're listening to Trump's Trials. I'm Scott Detrow. And now, here's Juana Summers. The New York Attorney General Letitia James took a victory lap tonight after a New York judge ruled in her favor. Donald Trump may have authored the art of the deal, but he perfected the art of the steal. After a three-month trial, Judge Arthur N. Goron ordered former President Donald Trump, his sons, and his companies to pay well over $350 million plus interest to the state of New York. Trump called that decision a sham. NPR's Andrea Bernstein has been covering this case and joins us now. Hey, Juana. I mean, let's just start with the money here. How did the judge arrive at that number? So basically, New York State Supreme Court Judge Arthur N. Goran rejected every single defense Trump and his team presented in months of testimony. The judge said the law only requires that defendants intended to defraud, not that there were victims, not that anyone relied on his false statements. The judge said it didn't hold water, that it was Trump's accountant's fault. Indeed, the judge found almost all of the Trump witnesses not to be credible, and that when Donald Trump testified, his, quote, refusal to answer the questions directly or in some cases at all severely compromised his credibility. The judge found New York Attorney General Letitia James proved her case that Trump lied over and over for decades about everything from the size of his apartment, it was one-third as large as he claimed, to his ability to sell Mar-a-Lago as a private residence. He cannot. One of the major witnesses who testified is Michael Cohen, and as many may remember, he pleaded guilty to lying. So given that fact, how did the judge evaluate his testimony? During the trial, Cohen described how Trump indicated to him he wanted him to, quote, reverse engineer values to get them to what Trump wanted them to be. Cohen was really the only former employee who said it in exactly this way in what Judge Ngoran describing Cohen's testimony described as Trump's mob voice. The defense really leaned into the fact that Cohen has pleaded guilty to lying to Congress and to banks and accused Cohen of actually perjuring himself in this trial. But Judge Ngoran rejected that, writing, quote, A less forgiving fact finder might have concluded differently, might not have believed a single word of a convicted perjurer. This fact finder does not believe that pleading guilty to perjury means you can never tell the truth. Michael Cohen told the truth. Interesting. Okay, the attorney general asked for $340 million. So help us with the math here. How did the judge get to $355 million? 
So to be clear, this is not a fine. New York law requires you to give back to the state whatever ill-gotten gains you made by committing persistent fraud. $170 million is the cash saved by lying to Deutsche Bank in loan applications. $127 million is for the extra profit he made by selling the lease for the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C., and $60 million is for extra money that he got for selling a New York golf course that he used this money to undergird. The judge called the Trumps' lack of remorse for all this, quote, bordering on the pathological. And that does not include interest, which the attorney general says could bring the total actually to over $450 million. Did Trump win anything here? Yep. The judge backed off an earlier decision to cancel Trump's business licenses and instead banned Trump from running his business and seeking loans from New York banks for three years because the judge said there is now sufficient oversight in place. Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, issued a statement saying, this verdict is a manifest injustice, plain and simple. It is the culmination of a multi-year politically fueled witch hunt that was designed to take down Donald Trump. Haba says they will appeal this verdict, and nothing will be final until it goes to New York's highest court, the Court of Appeals. NPR's Andrea Bernstein, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Trump's Trials from NPR. Keep an eye out for more episodes like this whenever big news happens. And we'll be back later this week with our regular show on Saturday. I'm Scott Detrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? These are all things parents ask when they home shop. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Betterment. The drama of having an enemy-turned-lover is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Their automated tech makes it easy to get in the market and stay in the market. Save the drama for that moment when you realize your mortal enemy is actually your soulmate. Betterment. Be invested. And totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Summer is for going to the movie theater because it's too hot to stay home. It's for driving with the windows down, listening to your favorite music. It's for stretching out while you're on vacation to gobble up a TV show. For a guide to some of the TV, movies, and music we are most excited about this summer, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.